Get the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, is that not the truth or what? Today's Monday, March the 29th of 2021, 88 of the year, and only 277 days left to go. Hopefully everything is good and grand inside of your neck of the woods. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, coming across the multiverse of Safety FM, and of course, hanging out with our buddies, our friends, and our pals at that other place. You know. Radio. Yep, hanging out there with the buds at RadioBig.fm as we do every Monday through Friday as we do our little joint thing together as we are simulcasting across and above and all that other kind of fun stuff. So hopefully you're off to a fantastic weekend and everything was glorious as we are getting into this lovely Monday, depending on where the hell you're at inside of this universe of ours. It could be early Monday morning or it could be later in the afternoon or it could be way early Monday morning. So that's for sure. Lot to talk about today because, you know, I wasn't able to blab all over the weekend. So if you're close enough as a friend of mine, well, you probably got those, you know, those those interesting tidbits of text messaging that I shoot over every once in a while, depending on who you are. Just kind of just thinking about talking about and texting over whatever the hell's coming to my mind at that particular moment of time. Anything from wearing face masks to not wearing face masks, you know, to all that kind of fun stuff. Anyway, so as we start talking about it, and we really start to need to start moving forward and really talk about what is trending and what was hashtagging over the weekend. So let's talk about that real quick. As you might have heard or not heard, let's talk about it. Virginia Beach was trending on Saturday morning after news of an overnight shooting broke. At least eight were injured and two were killed. Another hashtag that was making the sequence of events. By the way, we'll talk about that a little bit more in a little bit. Um, some other hashtags that were making the sequence was hashtag Passover, which landed in the top 10 trending tweets as users shared wishes for peace and well-being as the Passover holiday begins. Another hashtag making the sequences was RIP. Coach was trending following the passing of Coach Howard Schussenberger. More, more of that. We'll talk about that a little bit later on when we get to some further detail going on inside of the world of the news. Nike was trending as well on Sunday after rapper Little Nas, I never know if it's X or 10, so take your pick, unveiled his Nike Satan shoe in collaboration with created label 
mischief. The kicks contained 66 cc's of red ink and a drop of human blood in the soles. Nike made it known that they did not release nor design these shoes, while mischief confirmed that the Air Max 97 shoe brought independently and customized by its artists. So there you go. You kind of think that uh, Nike's not going to, you know, be tied in right away to a Satan shoe. You kind of, you kind of think that that's not going to be probably good for their marketing. Anyways, another one that was making the sequences and going around and about and all that kind of fun stuff was this. Here's the other, here's the other hashtag fake chicken nugget facts. Landed at the top 10 trends on Twitter on Sunday as users shared a made-up facts about chicken nuggets. Tweets included they're made up with only the most select and <laughs> greatest parts of the chicken. Chicken nuggets are fueled by the Death Star. If you soak a nugget in water for 72 hours, it expands into a full-size chicken. And the best chicken nugget evolved from dinosaurs. So there you go. I guess some people were having some fun over the weekend on social media. Oh, look at that. Some fun in social media. Hmm, maybe it goes into our conversation from last week. Anyways, let's continue going. Happy 328 made the rounds on Sunday as Patriot fans commemorated the team Super Bowl 51 win against the Falcons when they came back from a 28 to 3 deficit. So there you go. I, I guess when you need a reason to celebrate, find anything that you can, my friends, in that particular regard of doing so so anyways anything good bad and different going on i whatsoever i don't know uh just asking by the way so we did finally hand out the awards or did email the people for the ones that won the one-on-one session from last week just so you know and then nipping anand and todd conklin's contest we'll be announcing that a little bit later today on the social media platform so be on the lookout for that one on how you can win to go to their event that they have coming up so there you go we'll be talking about that in a little bit and i guess if we're already talking about it let's talk about it again because wednesday's right around the corner so this wednesday the safety reconfigured class march the 31st at 11 a.m eastern standard time You can come out, hang out with me for the Safety Reconfigured class. You can sign up at safetyfm.io, where we'll be hanging out, talking about the world of safety in a different versionality and how it should probably be reconfigured right now based on some of the things that are going on inside of the world. It is backed by popular demand. Oh, yes. When I say popular demand, you know, you kind of have to sit there for a moment and you go, okay, is popular demand a marketing ploy, or is it really people reaching out? I had quite a few people reach out to me um, in regards to that. I wish it was a, a marketing ploy. Uh, not really. You know, I, I have to tell you, talking about marketing ploys, a few days ago, a couple interesting things um, that I did see come about, which I thought was kind of weird. Um, this guy is thanking. I saw this on social media. I thought it was pretty interesting. This guy was thanking this news station for allowing them to tell his story. And how he was interviewed. And the moment you open the link, it says paid advertising. And it was like, that kind of just feels kind of strange when that comes about. But then again, the person was also bragging about being on a platform that some other major speakers was on. And so I started thinking about it. I was like, should we start bragging that we're actually um, breathing the same air that everybody else on the planet is? It's just kind of weird on how some of the people market what they market. But, hey, whatever. 
I just talk here behind this microphone talking about what comes to mind as we're talking about it. Anyways, a lot of stuff coming on, but you know that our friends at the feature story of the news are hanging out waiting to come by and start talking about what the hell they have going on. So let's go into that and let's see what's going on according to the news, according to feature story that should happen right now as we are talking about it. Shouldn't it? I mean, I think we should. Here is the news on the Radio Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The container ship blocking the Suez Canal has been partially moved, according to officials. It's hoped it will allow traffic to resume along the route, with nearly $10 billion of goods thought to be being held up each day since the Ever Given got stuck. England's lockdown is easing further, with outdoor sport resuming and a stay-at-home order being withdrawn. Tennis courts and golf courses are able to reopen and two households or groups of six people are allowed to meet outside. The government's urging caution as lockdown restrictions are eased while much of Europe battles a new wave of COVID-19 infections. Sport and Tourism Minister Nigel Huddleston says it's a significant moment. People have been desperate to get out there. This is a real big day for millions of people for both their physical and their mental health. As we ease restrictions, there's likely to be an increase in, in infections that's uh, inevitable because people are getting out and about again. Now, the the moderating factor, of course, is the ongoing uh, vaccination programme rollout, which will also be fighting against that. But as people mix a little bit more, there is an expectation that there will be a slight rise in infection rates. But that's why we're taking this cautious, staged approach. German Chancellor Angela Merkel is putting pressure on state leaders to introduce what's being described as a mega lockdown. Merkel says the third wave of the pandemic threatens to soon overwhelm the hospital system and has expressed frustration at the lack of urgency in some states. Trent Murray reports from Berlin. The latest daily data shows Germany has registered almost 10,000 new COVID-19 infections. That's a 30% increase compared to the same time last week. The impact of the third wave is also starting to be felt in the hospital system, with the number of available intensive care beds falling to some of their lowest levels since the beginning of the pandemic. The worsening outlook comes as Chancellor Merkel and the country's 16 state leaders start to drift apart on how to manage the crisis. Merkel wants to see stronger lockdown measures introduced, but some states are pushing back. Merkel warned Germany could soon see 100,000 cases a day. The United Nations is in talks with China about a visit to Xinjiang to see how ethnic Uyghurs are being treated. That's according to Secretary-General Antonio Guterres, amid mounting pressure on Beijing for an independent assessment of the situation. Patrick Fock reports from Beijing. In an interview with Canadian broadcaster CBC, Antonio Guterres said, quote, a serious negotiation is at the moment taking place between the office of the UN Human Rights Commissioner and Chinese authorities. He added that he hoped both sides will reach an agreement soon on a visit without restrictions or limitations. The UN's High Commissioner for Human Rights, Michelle Bachelet, said reports of arbitrary detention, ill-treatment, sexual violence and forced labour there necessitated a thorough and independent assessment. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Fiker Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. 
He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. How could you not love him? Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Oh, so there you go. A lot of things going on inside of that side of the universe. Anyways, let's start talking and getting into what we would call the hit list or the shit list, depending on who you are and how you want to take a listen. Anyways, it is currently 14 minutes past the top of the hour. Arizona Governor Doug announced last week that he would loosen COVID-19 restrictions on state businesses, events, and local ordinance. His decision is based on several key data points, including 10 weeks of declining cases, hospitalization, at their lowest number since October, President Biden pledged that all Americans will be eligible to receive the vaccine by May the 1st, opening vaccine appointments to all Arizonians aged 16 years of age or older. A report from the CDC noting that the state had the third highest vaccination cover, um, coverage rate for its most vulnerable counties and hitting the milestone of more than 3 million doses administered. So there you go. Despite Ducey being a, a Republican, President Biden and Vice President Harris called the state handling of the vaccine distribution a national model. So uh, it seems like we can have some joint party, some some cross-aisle lines that can come together, it sounds like. So there you go. Uh, and then the other thing to think about, and I'm just going to mention it, Arizona never went into a full lock down status nor issued a statewide mass mandate not saying one's right or one's wrong i'm just saying what occurred data is data and data is there uh so just bringing it up for the sake of bringing it up not trying to be that guy that wants to start up a controversy about anything going on just talking about it so as we start talking about um 
the whole thing with vaccines and loosening things. What do you think? What do you think about the the, the kind of the, the new thing going on? Uh, you see, take a look at some of the social media aspects. And, you know, y- y- you put the sign out there of, look at me. I have been vaccinated. Look at me. I got the shot. Look at me. Here is my little CDC card showing that I am a registered shot pertainer. Do you think it merits anything or do you just think it's kind of one of those bragging rights type of things? You know, I I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of weird because I don't go around talking about all the other vaccinations that I have received at this point. And I will tell you, and this is not a joke, there are people putting that on their resume now that they have been vaccinated or they are fully vaccinated, which I thought was kind of weird. Kind of weird, but hey, to each their own, everybody has to do their own thing. Now, I am seeing this, though, which I thought was kind of interesting, and I didn't, and I didn't kind of like put two and two together. The emotional event that people have when they are getting the vaccine, and it's that whole style in looking into where it's bringing them hope, where it's bringing them something that they did not expect. I don't know, just something to think about, of course. It's always interesting on how people are going to react to certain things. But I never thought about it where that would be the case. Just something to think about. Anyway, as of Sunday, over 143.4 million COVID vaccines had been administered nationwide, with 51.5 million Americans have been fully vaccinated, while more than 93.6 million have received at least one dose, according to the CDC. The total number of cumulative cases in the U.S. are slightly now over 30 million, and with more than 546,000 deaths, attributed to the virus so now if you take a look at it there has been since the last time we spoke roughly about seven thousand more deaths since we really started focusing on that number so we're still seeing quite a few deaths about this so think about it when we leave here today and we're talking about it it's 546,000. let's take a look at what it's going to be tomorrow not trying to be a jackass or a smart ass about it just something to look at so it is still a consistent number or constant number that continues to change as we are talking about it anyways let's continue going at least seven people were shot outside of philadelphia sports bar during an altercation on friday evening leaving three in crucial condition the victims range from ages of 17 to 42 A person of interest is in custody, according to local authorities. Earlier Friday, an 11-year-old boy was killed and a 14-year-old boy was wounded as as they rode bikes in their Oxford Circle neighborhood. The younger boy was shot in the neck and died at the hospital while the older boy suffered a gunshot wounds to the arm and ankle. No arrests have been made in connection to the shooting. Wow, what an interesting time when it comes to a lot of this stuff. When we start talking about some of the things that are going on inside of the world, you know, and it's interesting that we always come back on Monday and we seem to have a lot of information related to gunshot and gun violence that occurs. And I just don't get it. Just don't understand the whole thing behind it. But then again, I guess it's truly for me not to understand, but to us to have the conversation and think about this on what things can be done moving into the future. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anti-Second Amendment. I'm not saying pull all the guns. I'm just saying we need to look at some of some of these different aspects and things that we can talk about. Anyways, let's continue talking. Not e- not even priority. 
priority vaccination and cast incentives are enough to get the public school teachers back to the classroom in Oakland, California. Schools officials were forced to cancel their previously scheduled reopening dates for this week at six elementary schools and 10 preschools due to the lack of teachers willing to return before April the 14th. Frustrated parents have called the situation laughable. Laughable. Really? That's what we're going to go with? Laughable. Um, So there you go. Um, At the Oakland School Board, director said that the lack of teacher volunteers willing to report an early high needs for pupils is disappointing. So there you go. Some very interesting stuff, as you would want to hear. So there you go. A lot of interesting things going on inside of the world. So I don't know. How do you take a look at this in regards to the vaccination So do you think at this particular point, as we start talking about it in regards of schools, as we're looking at this, how does it work? Do you think that right now there should be some pushing about schools reopening if they're not open already in that particular regards? Or should it actually kind of wait out? Because here's the thing. So if you reopen the schools, depending on where the school is actually located, and it's actually there right now, and you open it for four, five weeks, six weeks, depending, is it going to make up for the difference? Or do you kind of look at it and really put the focus point for when the fall comes about once again and say, okay, now that we're getting back into the fall semesters and going back into school during that time, do we look at it and go, okay, this is where it comes back after the summer vacation? Or would have been scheduled summer vacation. I don't know. Just some things to think about as we do talk about it here on the Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, an Oklahoma City correction officer was taken to the hospital after being held hostage inside the Oklahoma County Detention Center on Saturday. According to multiple reports, the officers was given medication to an inmate when he was attacked, tried, tied up, and the keys were taken away from him. As one of the inmates stood guard over the officer, another filmed the situation on Facebook while the officer appeared to be unharmed. At at a point, he laid on the floor and an object was placed in his back of his neck. The situation ended with officers fatally shooting the inmate after negotiations went nowhere. Following the incident, protesters gathered outside the detention center complaining about the conditions that the inmate allegedly already faced behind bars. And, you know, that seems to be a subject matter that continues to go around and about over and over and over again. So there you go. Some things to think about. Anyways, let's continue talking. Brace for a crappy few weeks if the evergreen cargo ship doesn't get dislodged. From the Suarez Canal, quickly, the New York Post reports that the Brazil-based company responsible for the ship one-third of the global economy raw hardwood pulp Supply in running pay, in running way behind. Yeah, this is going to get fun quick, which will likely lead to increased cost of shortages of everyday essentials like, are you ready for this? Like this? Like this? Are you ready, 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 ready? Toilet paper. Mm-hmm. You know, and don't get me wrong. I, I don't see anything bad about big business, but let's talk about it. It's definitely a crappy few weeks if you really think about it. Because if it doesn't get dislodged and they're actually controlling one-third of the global economy raw hardwood pulp supply, yeah, one-third, it can get crazy relatively quickly there. Something to think about for sure as we are bringing it up.
More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, anyways, let's continue. Two teenage girls are facing felony murder charges after a carjacking an Uber Eats vehicle with the driver inside and then crashing it, resulting in the driver's death. The incident, which occurred last week, was captured on video, which has now gone viral. The teens, 13 and 15, targeted the car driven by the D.C. resident Mohammed Anwar, who they allegedly tased before stealing his vehicle. In the video, Anwar can be heard screaming, this is my car, as the teens drive drive to... They tend to drive off with it and with him hanging out on the front door of the vehicle. Seconds later, the crash can be heard with the vehicle landing on its side. The teen, the teens managed to crawl out of the wreckage, but Anwar was hurled onto the pavement more and mortally wounded. Two national guardsmen happened to be nearby and detained the girls until the officers arrived. Like what the hell? Like number one, how the, how the freak did you get a hold of the taser? And number two, really? This is what we're going with? I mean, it's kind of weird. I mean, it's an interesting time for sure as we do talk about it. I mean, don't get me wrong, but man, what is going on over there? That's something to think about. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, a train collision in southern Egypt killed at least 32 people and injured 160 on Friday. A spokesman for the Egyptian National Rail- Railways reported that someone pulled the emergency brake on the car of one of the train, causing the train behind the rear and the carriage and then overturning two passenger cars in the near in one of the near cities. The country has a long history of train disasters, with CNN reporting that the aging railway system has seen deadly accidents almost every year for the past 20 years. So there you go, something to talk about. So here you go, and we talk about these things, and we look at them, and we go through them, and we talk about hazard matrix, and we talk about potential issues that could go on. But you know, if you really start thinking about some of these hazard matrices and the things that we talk about, maybe we we need to start taking a look at some of this conversation and really start talking about how this can apply to learning teams. And it's not a joke. Think about it for a moment. It is essentially a versionality of a learning team. Just saying. Just as you think about it, that's what it converts to. And when you start talking hazard matrix and you talk about learning teams and you talk about how you can combine both of those things together, because essentially when you're building that hazard matrix, you're having those conversations. And imagine if you did it in a group where you're having more and more of those combos on how those things could potentially change. Just something to think about as we are moving forward here. Anyways, 27 minutes past the top of the hour. It has been more than two weeks since Texas Governor Greg Albert lifted the COVID-19 mandates. The state is still reporting a decline in cases and hospitalizations. The governor shared the success in a tweet on Friday because we, you know, if we wanted to make it out there, it has to be on Twitter. And in the tweet saying today, Texas recorded the lowest seven day COVID positive rate since the data began calculated, being calculated at 5.43%. So much so much so so much to think about ah so much to think about with that so i don't know 
It's interesting to see, you know, different folks for different strokes for different folks as we do talk about them because it is definitely one of those things to think about. Anyways, multiple people were shot, two fatally wounded at a crowded oceanfront in Virginia Beach late Friday night. The shooting took place at multiple locations along the same block. On the fatalities, it was a, one of the fatalities was a person shot by an officer. A police officer was also run over during the during the chaos. Several suspects were in custody as of Saturday morning. I don't know. I mean, it's it gets interesting. You know, I understand you want to get out. You want to let loose. It's been some time ever since, you know, because we've been locked up, locked down, locked, whatever. But I think that there's some methodology on how to do some of this stuff. And then some things on what to do, some things to think about as we do go about it, just for sure. So I don't know, maybe I'm just kind of a cray-cray, cray-cray when I talk about this. But some things to think about for sure as we do move forward here. Anyways, I think it might be close to that time. So let's do it. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. Some things going on, like always, as we do have our discussions and move around and talk and all that other kind of fun stuff. Um, As we do. Because that's the thing. We try to talk a little bit about everything. And I know that sometimes I can go off on some things that people don't like. Some people do like. And it just depends on what kind of the part of the equation you might be on, and I understand that. And it, it's not all about love. Sometimes. I mean, think about it. You don't have to always love what I say, and you don't always have to hate what I say. I mean, it just depends on how you're feeling that day, and I understand that. So don't get me, don't get take it the wrong way. Don't take it the wrong way at all. But let's talk about some things here. Sorry about that. I had, had to take a look down for a moment because my phone started acting all weird. I always hate when that happens when we're still kind of hanging out doing some things. So let's talk about this because here's the thing. I titled the show today, Don't Start Now. And there's a reason for why I did this. So don't don't take it the wrong way. And I want to explain what I meant by when I said this. Because I think it's kind of important or somewhat important or something along those lines. Because that's the thing. I hate having to look down at the moment. As I'm doing all of this. So let's talk about this. I think sometimes when we start talking in regards to the professions that we do. Some people get confused from time to time. In regards of the difference between truth and positivity. And I guess that's what I really want to talk about today especially with some of the incidents of last week and some of the conversations that we had and I really wanted to go over some of this and I really wanted to really give some thought about this as we had our discussion today by the way 31 minutes past the top of the hour um I just don't want you to confuse truth with positivity the truth is bitter and sometimes eh, it's something that the ego doesn't want to confront as we have learned as of recent don't run away from the truth and act ignorant just because you feel like it's not positive if anything it will piss you off at first and eventually you'll grow out of it think about it for a moment think about how that actually works 
Think about these cases of things that you have had to think about and come to the come to the standpoint into the front of when it comes to this. Sometimes the positive, the truth is not all about being positive. Only through facing the truth, you can truly know yourself on a deeper level and see everything with awareness. And some people don't like hearing this. I mean, don't get me wrong, present company included. It's all about your perception about the truth. If you're a person who sees the bigger picture, the truth will set you free. But if you tend to practice fake positivity and bypass anything that seems uncomfortable, the truth will be negative to you. Ultimately, truth is the only path towards freedom from ignorance. And that's the interesting part. That's the thing that we have to talk about. There will be times that you will have to confront times in your life that are not positive. They might be truthful, but they don't necessarily need to be positive. Some people don't like that. And that's the weird part about the whole thing. Just because the truth is in front of you does not mean that it will always be positive. And here's the thing. If you want to see the ego killer, you want to see the death of ego, do something when the truth is presented in front of you. Because here's the thing, and believe me, I am as guilty as anyone else. These things are not good sometimes. When you first hear them, it's like, how could this be about me? Yeah, it happens. But it's do what you take out of that information and move forward with, it changes a lot of those things. It's what you do with that information that will eventually make you a better person than what you were the day before. Will it hurt? Yes. But those are the things that we have to look at and move forward with. It is taking that information and understanding that not everything is perfect. And we take a look at this, and it's funny on how we can apply it to different sides of our life. And I know that this is mostly a a safety-related show. But look at it for a moment. Think about how we look at the positives and things that we do for our work. But when it comes to our lives, sometimes we have a harder time with it. And I want to make sure that you understand this applies to me as much as anyone else. Like I have said week over week and really put a a bigger emphasis last week. The only person I'm trying to be better than is the person that I was yesterday. And if we can confront some of these truths in some of these things that could cause betterment, being a better you, they'll kind of go into all sectors of your life. And, you know, there's something that I said there where it was like, you know, not the fake truth or fake positivity. And I know that's going to bother some, but what about the fake until you make it? What about it? What about it? 
Because that's the thing. We have to look at it across the board and really have some of those conversations of, could you be honest enough? And do you have a peer group that you could have this conversation with that went something similar to this? Tell me one thing that I'm good at and three things that you consider that I'm bad at. Would you be okay if your peer group was open and honest with you enough about it? What if you don't want to hear all kinds of negatives? What if you said three positives and one negative or two and two? Pretty simple. I remember many, many moons ago being at an organization where the leadership that was there said that they had failed the people that were inside of the organization. And they did something I had never seen to that point. And they stood in front of a crowded room, several hundred people. And the guy who was the district manager said, I want everyone in the room to take a moment to tell me what has made me a bad leader to this point. The shock inside of the room in regards of this guy saying this was amazing. People were very hesitant about saying anything because they knew how the guy was, but he wanted the organization to change. And at that particular point, he did this with the whole aspect of if he knew that if he could do this in front of a group of people, they might be willing and be open to the change that he would like to see within the organization. It's just amazing when you kind of are open enough. Now, don't get me wrong. Depending on where you're at, at, at you're at it's not going to be the most glorious experience. But I look at it and I go, How could you change if you don't know or if you don't believe you're doing anything wrong? And it's a hard thing to talk about. And don't get me wrong, to an extent, all of us have some sort of an ego. It just is, just the way that it is. But what if you went out there and did something to make the circumstances of where you're at better, make yourself better, and what kind of impact will that have inside of your workflow? Think about it, but I've said it a thousand times and I'll probably say it a thousand again. What do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. 
You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. But everybody's singing along. It's okay, we'll all soon be gone. Okay, there you go. That's Bright Red Lights, Coma Stevenson, featuring Van Syke. Yeah, you're hearing it here on the Rated R Safety Show. I always love when we get new bands that allow us to play their music on here. Anyways, 42 minutes past the top of the hour. Daniel Snyder commenting in the box. Uh, Dusty Chinchilla, thanks for that weird comment. And then uh, good uh, Jim Pozel, thank you. Thank you for the comments inside of the box. All crucial stuff, all very important things that you guys are saying inside of there. If you're on the radio aspect, of course, you don't get to see that inside of there, especially if I don't mention them uh, when they are actually happening or on the podcast version. So let me kind of always explain it the way that I always like to explain it. We are a radio show that has some streaming aspects that also does some podcast aspects. Some people get it all all mixed up sometimes thinking that we're a podcast that go uh, that go into other fashions. They think that, how does, it, how does it go? I think that they think that we're a podcast that streams that goes into a radio. Nope. Radio has always been the priority here at RadioBig.fm and SafetyFM.com. So there you go, just for the sake of mentioning it as we are talking. Uh, anyway, so there you go. Um, some other things. Let's see. This guy just used questions to find the truth. He questioned everything, including his own existence. If you would be a real seeker after truth, it is necessary that at least once in your life you doubt as far as as far as possible all things. 
He proved that in the, <laughs> he proved that as he ex- existed with the statement, I think, therefore, I am. There you go. There you go. Some information there to think about as we do move forward. 43 minutes past the top of the hour, and we are talking, hanging out, doing some things here on Radio Big. Dot FM. I don't know. I don't know. I have to tell you, it's kind of interesting to me. Still talking about this subject for just one brief moment. Why is it that we have such a hard time, number one, going into that, having doubt? And number two, anytime that anybody says anything that's related to how unperfect we are, that it it becomes a problem. Don't get me wrong. By being open and willing to hear other people's point of view about you does not mean, oh my God, I need to go around and kiss everybody's ass, which sometimes some people get confused with that. I don't think I fall into that party, but some people might think that because I don't know. I don't know what people think. Uh, But I look at it and I go, it becomes an interesting one. Why can't we just be humans, you know, as we talked about last week and have open conversations of, hey, I like this. I don't like this. And automatically, you know, if you call somebody out or if you reference anything, (gasps) how dare you insult me? It's not insulting. It's, hey, I don't like something you do. Hey, you don't like something I do. And it's perfectly fine to have a conversation. But it's become such a weird thing um, in regards of what goes on nowadays. Oh, this person didn't like me. Let's go raid him with all my social media users. And we're going to take him down. It's like, how silly have we gotten? Really? Like, really? It's just a strange time. <laughs> it just really is. Uh, you, life is what you make of it, my friends. So you have to do whatever you want. Uh, and let's go from there. Anyways, let's talk about some special offers because, you know, it is some of that weird time during the news story that we talk about anything. Anyone who's leaped into the world of spreadsheet knows that daunting Excel can be. But if you have Excel, if you have Excel, if you have Excel at Excel, you can make some big bucks. The Microsoft Office Specialist World Championship is a global competition that tests student skill on Microsoft Office Word, Excel PowerPoint to compete. You must you must be enrolled and approved by an academic institution in between the ages 13 to 22. For the upcoming 2021 contest, the third place winner will get $1,500. The second place winner will receive $3,500. And the first place winner will get a whopping $7,500 and a trophy or a medal, a certificate, and other prizes supplied by Microsoft. Do you think you'll get an Xbox out of it? I'm just asking. And then shunned by the cool kids for the rest of the, uh, the rest of the years in school. There you go. If you really want to enter this, and this is not a joke, you can go to MOSChampionship.com. That's MOSChampionship.com. And you have the opportunity to win or enter. You can enter. You have the opportunity for to enter. But then you can also win, possibly as well. Uh, Let's continue talking. A website is offering $1,000 for James Bond fans to watch all 24 official films in the 007 franchise to celebrate the upcoming release of No Time to Die. Who the hell knows when that thing is going to be released at this point? Nerdbear.com, a nerd culture website, is searching for someone to watch every James Bond film from 1962's Dr. No to 2015's Spectre. 
the chosen candidate will receive $1,000, a $100 gift card uh, to, from Amazon to rent the movies, and a $50 gift card from AMC to go see the new Bond movie when it's released. The, 25, the 25th film in the franchise. No Time to Die is scheduled to drop October the 8th, September the 30th in the UK after being delayed multiple times since the release date of November 2019. Several of those due to the pandemic, the lucky winner will be asked to watch all 25 films in 30 days to complete a worksheet. Oh, maybe they can enter the Excel thing as well. Uh, the application, which will be available through April the 16th, asked candidates to explain why they are they are the right James Bond fan uh, for the job. The problem is that after watching the first 24 films, you'd realize how stupid they are and never want to see them again. Oh, sorry, nerd bear. I must have accidentally completed the worksheet using uh, disappearing ink. Uh, I'd be okay with this movie. Uh, just the one that's, you know, the octopusy movie. There you go. Uh, so that's that's it. That's it. Anyways, let's see some more information for the optimist. The glass is half full for the pessimist. The glass is half empty for the realist. The opportunity finds truth drinking what's in the glass and walks away. So there you go. There you go. There you go. I don't know. A lot of interesting stuff going on. We have to talk about this because I found this one and I said, hey, we have to talk about it. The sexiest bald men. Yes, here you go. Twitter was was tearing its hair out on Saturday as Prince William was named the world's sexiest bald man rather than Stan, Stanley after conducting uh, a study on Google Trends cosmetic surgery specialist Longevita. Added the title of the future King of England to resume the, se- the term sexy was used 17.6 million times in the search as a result of the 38-year-old, the Oscar-nominated Tucci, uh, didn't even make the make the list. Here is the rest of the list. Uh, so we'll do 10 to the top. At number 10 with 2.3 million was Vin Diesel. At number 9, Dwayne The Rock Johnson at 2.6. Bruce Willis at 3.3 million. John Travolta at number 7 at 3.8 million. At number 6, Floyd Mayweather, 4.3 million. Michael Jordan at 5.3 uh, million, and he was at number five. Pitbull at number four at 5.4 million. Uh, at number three, Jason Statham, uh, 7.4 million. And at the number two po- more portion, there you go. Mike Tyson with 8.8 million sexy mentions. So there you go. Uh, President, uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin just missed the top 10 with 2.2 million sexy mentions. And Star Trek icon Patrick Stewart got 1.1 million where um, they were flabbergasted on the reactions from Tucci's fans. Stanley Tucci will avenge you. Did Stanley Tucci die? It's like uh, 10,000 to 1 for the person who especially wants Stanley Tucci to feed, uh, you know, into the list. There you go. So, so there you go. Some sexy bald dudes. Uh, making the list on Twitter. There you go. Whatever. 15 minutes past the top of the hour. And let's talk about did you know, and then we'll jump back and get into some other stuff. Eve ever noticed that pretty much every yellow school bus has the series of black stripes along the sides. Those who aren't aware of, of what to look for, let me explain this to you. Those markings can help first responders in an emergency. One line may, uh, marks the floor of the bus. Another one marks the bottom of the seats and the top of the of the line actually marks the top or the top line actually marks the top of the seat. In the event of an accident, those lines give emergency responders an idea where to cut in order to remove children as safely as possible. 
just in case if you didn't know that. I think it's something you should know. I love the transportation industry and have for many, many years. So anytime that I can bring anything up along those lines, I definitely want to talk about it. So there you go. Um, some other things going on inside of the world. Uh, so here you go. We have to talk about it because it made the sequence of events during the pandemic. So we're going to talk about this right now. Joe Exotic 58 and his husband Dylan Passage 23 have called it quits. Bassett's announced on Instagram that the plans to file for divorce from the Tiger King star soon. The couple wed in December of 2017, two months after Joe's ex-husband, Travis Maldonado, died in a self-inflicted accident, accidental shooting. Exotic is currently serving a 22-year sentence for his role in the murder-for-hire plot against Carol Baskin. Don't ask me anything about it. If you want to know more, just watch watch the series. Do whatever you want to do there. There's some stuff going on inside of the swamp. Let's talk about this. Uh, this one kind of made a big sequence, so let's talk about this. Except of the of the commentary this week of the Georgia legislature voting reform bill uh, being racist and authoritarian. But take a listen. The most common hair to fire outrage over the weekend came as the. Decretas, who said that people in line can't eat or drink. This is incorrect. The bill prevents candidates from giving out snacks and water to people waiting in line to vote, but anyone who wants to bring granola bars and Diet Coke is certainly still able to do so. Moreover, the that restriction only extends to 150 feet from the polling location, which would, could would easily accommodate a card table lemonade stand for those who really want to try to ethically and morally que- uh, do anything questionable. <laughs> what? Morally questionable? What? More uh, day of in line of electing. Here are some other things that are included inside of the bill. Add more voting locations so that no one has to wait for hours in line to require for poll workers. Report the line length three times on the voting day so that the future adjustments can be made. Free ID cards for those without driver's licenses that will be able to that will be available online. Absentee ballots. Access for those who are in hold on, those in jail who are eligible to vote. Permanent permanent establishment of the drop of the oh there you go watch a permanent establishment of the drop boxes if they were set during the pandemic. Reform of the complicated signature matching element that caused problems. Replacing replacing by anonymous state ID or driver's license number to ensure the ballot matches the envelope from the absentee votes and uniform expanded voting times across the state. Okay, I don't want to talk about the swamp anymore. Let's just continue going. So there you go. That's what's going on inside of that neck of the woods. Anyways, let's talk about lottery going on. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $152 million jackpot or $100.2 million. Or hold on, a hundred point. million cash payout. Listen to this. I have to share this with you. No, uh, a winner for the Powerball ticket for Saturday jackpot was sold in, are you ready? Florida, Florida, Florida. The winner matched all six numbers to grab $235.4 million grand prize or has the cash option of $160 million. So there you go. It was actually sold at a local grocery store. Hold on. I shouldn't say local grocery store. It was sold at a brand-specific grocery store that's specific to Florida. If you're in the Florida market, well, there's some outside of the state, but there's mostly no, it's mostly based here in Florida, known as Publix. 
So there you go. Anyways, let's talk about the f- top five movies inside of the box office. The Courier made $1 million at the number five spot. Chaos Walking made $1.2 million. At the number three spot, Tom and Jerry with $2.5 million. At the, or excuse me, that was the number three. At the number two spot was Raya and the Last Dragon with $3.5 million. And at the number one spot, according to the box office, nobody with $6.7 million dollars anyways if you need a reason to celebrate today let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today national lemon cake day national mom and pop business owner day national nevada day national vietnam war veterans day and smoke and maris day so there you go those are some days that you can celebrate today if you're so inclined to do so Back on this day in 2020, infectious disease expert Dr. Anthony Fauci warns America may see between 100,000 and 200,000 deaths from COVID-19. And right now, we're right at, what was it, 540, 540,000. So he was not that far off. Meaning, not that far off in regards to the number that was going to hit because it's hit multiple times over. Okay, anyways, let's talk about some birthdays for today. Samantha Joe turns 30. Chris D'Elia turns 41. Tess Daly turns 52. L. McPherson. L. McPherson turns 57 today. So there you go. That's some birthdays going on. Let's talk about some other stuff going on in top of the sequence of events. Um, If you need a random joke for today, try this one. My retirement plan is a slippery floor at Walmart. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, if you need a phone starter for today, what is the wildest thing that you have witnessed your neighbors do? I don't want to answer that question because it's kind of weird and that's not that's not a joke. Um, if you need something for the water cooler for today, try this when 27% of men do this when they're having a bad day. What is it? Break something. Hopefully not anybody's face. Okay, anyways, something to think about there. Uh, So there you go, 57 minutes past the top of the hour. One more time, I want to mention it. Wednesday, we got this one coming up, March the 31st, 2021, at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Safety reconfigured. Just one more time, based on popular requests, we'll we'll go ahead and put that sucker out there. And It's it's a live virtual class, so I want you to be aware that it is a live class. I'm not giving a pre-record, and it's not a live, oh, I'm in the box, I'm in the the box live as you're watching the recording. No, we do it live. You talk, you chat, we change how that subject goes, because I hate those classes that you go to that I'm live in the box. I'm live in the box, but you know, the class isn't live because what the, what the heck, what the heck? Anyway, so there you go. If I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you in this one. In the game of life, it's a good idea to have a few early losses, which relieves you of the pressure of trying to maintain the undefeated season. Think about it. The failure inside of life can help you. I know some people might like hearing that, but look at it. Look at it for just one moment. We learn from failures. I think that has been some of the best learnings I've ever had. Just saying. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on safetyfm.com and on radiobig.fm. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Be on the lookout this afternoon as we do release the contest with Nippin Anand and Todd Conklin about their event that it will be coming up. We'll start posting that on social media for you having the opportunity to enter. I have a funny idea that it will be available at safetyfm.com forward slash contest. Don't know why, because that's normally where we put all our contests. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. I love you. I really do. Love you. Mean it. And goodbye. Duh. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized. Oh, yeah. You can still come and hang out, you know, top of the hour going to radiobig.fm. We'll be there for the next couple hours. Sorry about that, Kelly. Didn't mean to interrupt. Within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.